0: Welcome to the American Institute of Stress's official podcast, Finding Contentment. The goal of this podcast is to highlight new information about stress and stress management techniques. While we understand that stress is a very personalized issue and different
1: for everyone, we hope to help you find your own way to contentment.
2: Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome to Finding Contentment. This is the official podcast of the American Institute of Stress. I'm your host and executive director. It's Will Heckman, I want to take a moment to invite everyone that's listening right now to go to stress.org. We have some, a lot of great information, but we also have two free magazines. That's right. They're free. And there too, please subscribe to them. You're going to love them. One is contentment just came out for the spring. The spring edition of combat stress is coming out that focuses on vets and first responders. That's coming out. It's a great issue coming out. Make sure you, you go there make sure you subscribe. Speaking of subscribing, I'm going to ask you to do it again. Please, hit the subscribe button. Makes my day, makes me feel so good. Side And besides, every time you subscribe, an angel gets your wings. All right, maybe <laughs> not. All right, today we have a really good show. Uh, it's something uh, a little bit different, but we have some very special guests. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are regulars to the show, we'll see that it is a little different. Today joining us are members of the band, Ash Hollow. Before I introduce them, I want you to watch them. amazing. The first time I saw that video, I was just blown away. Um, and I'm so happy that they could be with us today. Let me tell you a little story of how I got to introduced to Ash Hollow. So uh, I was doing my, uh, my my YouTube, my my Facebook thing. Yes, we, ha- we have a Facebook page at the American Institute of Stress. Shame on you. If you don't know that, Ash Hollow knows that because they mentioned us in one of their posts These guys were so nice. They were putting on a concert uh, for the Benefit Mental Health, and one of the recipients for their uh, uh, donations from that concert is the American Institute of Stress, and they mentioned us. I want to publicly thank you guys. It's really awesome when people uh, do that. We we really appreciate that.
1: We got to thank you for what you guys do.
2: Well, I appreciate that, too. I always like that, and sometimes it's as good as a donation. Uh, Let me tell you a little bit about the band. Everybody listening, this band started back in early uh, 2020 with uh, Corey and Tim. Uh, They formed the band in Seattle, uh, and while they were both serving in the Army. Um, By the way, thank you both for your service. And and Corey brought in Quentin, and you guys will correct me if I get this story wrong. And not too long after that, and in February 2022, um, Corey and Tim finished your service with the Army. And by the way, that's the United States Army. Just want to make that clear, just in case you're wondering. (laughs) And in the following months, you were joined by some other guys, Ren and Tobin. uh, And Ash Hall came to being. And they play some great music. Uh, Just a real quick thing. I was talking to In fact, he mentioned it in an interview that he gave to someone else. One of the psychologists, who is a fellow of the American Institute of Stress, and they asked him what he does to relieve stress. And he said, this was Dr. Josh Briley, by the way. You're welcome, Josh. I'm going to tell everybody. (laughs) He said when he takes a break from work, he goes out in his car and he turns on headbanging heavy metal music as loud as he can. <laughs> and uh, if you look at him, it's, you know, Josh is in a three-piece suit or a two-piece suit in a tie and doesn't look at that guy to listen to, um, to, to heavy metal or rock. But you look at me, you go, yeah, probably. All right. What this band has done besides putting out some great music, is the fact that they have not only worked hard on writing their music, but they feel that their fans uh, could relate to their story and what they have to say about stress and mental health. And the stress issues that they talk about, and we'll ask them questions about that and maybe get a better idea about it, are from their own life experiences and in the hope that they can show people that they're not alone out there, and that through their music, they can find a family of accepting and loving people. Well, who could ask some more? Please join me in welcoming Ash Hollow. Hi, guys.
0: How's it going? Hey, hey. Hey,
2: hey. hey do me a favor for all the people watching. Please introduce yourselves.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, hi, I'm Corey. I'm the vocalist uh, and frontman of Ash Hollow.
3: Uh, my name's Tobin. I also go by Tobias. I'm a rhythm guitarist for Ash Hollow.
0: I'm Tim. I play drums.
2: Oh, you said that so defeatedly, You're like <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, play drums. Yeah, yeah, I just play drums. And, uh, yeah, the guy <laughs> Thank with the, the after ten years, the guy with the worst back. Um, right. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I have friends who are drummers. So, all right. So, tell us a little bit of how you got started. I I, I know a little bit about it, but you know, I touch base with Corey. Tell us how this all started and why we connected.
1: So in a sense, the first song that we uh, released uh, that you showed in the video, um, technically was first started working on back in like 2018 with me and Quentin uh, just kind of hanging out before we graduated high school, jamming around. And then I left for uh, the army and somehow no idea how, but me and Tim happened to be in the same unit, and he was at my uh, barracks. Uh, we were all, you know, we were always, were always partying on the weekends, and uh, I heard guitars being played, and I was like, what's going on over there? So I, you know, went to check it out and met Tim, and we just got to talking, and one of us mentioned Cleveland. I don't remember who, but we were both like, wait, did you say Cleveland? Like, which part of Cleveland? Because whenever, like, someone asked us if where we were from, and we said Ohio, they're like, oh, which part? They never knew which like town, so we always just say Cleveland is like a generalized location. We're like, wait, which which part of Cleveland? And we grew up from like 30 minutes from each other. And wow. then as, you, as you said, yeah, it's it's uh we had the same recruiter and never even knew it.
2: That's awesome. And so you guys got together and decided, okay, we're going to form a band. In because, a sense, yeah. yeah. Because you can. <laughs> The I mean yeah
0: kind of <laughs> see well the way I remember it it was like um so me and Corey um I had a couple guitars and uh when we started uh getting to know each other a lot more we would actually start um I'd go over to his room and he he set up this little cool like makeshift like home studio, home studio yeah yeah and him and I would like I don't know how many hours we probably have of just us just, Diddling around
1: oh there's at uh, least 100 hours 100 hours worth stuff. of yeah at least 100 hours worth of material we just have sitting
0: yeah. um but yeah we still just hang out uh play guitar and stuff and uh it was funny too because we were um we were both kind of we were both in bands before we were uh in the military um and then uh basically i was actually i was actually uh planning on like um, re-enlisting, um But then, uh, I don't know, something along the line one day, I guess I kind of sat there and thought about it. And I was just like, I think I kind of want to go home and I kind of want to do the music thing. Well, luckily enough, you know, like we said earlier, like me and Corey basically grew up 30 minutes down the road from each other. Um, And uh, since he was pretty close and then I was pretty close, and I was just like, basically, yeah, that's how we kind of like, ended up hey let's let's do this music thing let's see kind of like see where it goes, goes you know i think this would be fun <laughs> you know
2: you know of what i've heard you guys are really tight i mean you really do have a really good sound i don't say that. thank you i could say nothing but i'm telling you i really liked it you thank know you. and us guys that listen to rock and roll in the 80 we know good music i'm telling you you guys are good um the one thing I do, we, I want to talk to you about, because this is a show about, about stress, is you guys have focused a lot of attention on mental health, including the stress of military service. Something that is near and dear to our hearts, because we deal with a lot of veteran organizations. And like I said, we put out a magazine solely dedicated to veterans and first responders. What made you decide to go in that direction? And... Do you share that with your audience?
1: Uh, yeah, we, we definitely try to share it. Uh, definitely during more more so during our shows than through our social media posts. Um, at least I do when I'm introducing certain songs. Uh, at least for me, when it came to writing, that was the easiest thing to write about. That was the most upfront thing in my mind was just a lot of things that happened throughout my life and within the career of uh, the military that and has definitely has caused certain things mentally for me and I know for a lot of other people and it was just easy to write and it just kind of came, came out and I couldn't stop it. So that's a lot of, a lot of our songs definitely directed that way because it's, I definitely believe in writing about topics that are more personal instead of just picking a certain topic. Like a lot of artists will not, a lot of artists do, but some artists will just pick certain topics and go from there. I like to pull from my own personal experiences because, a lot of times music isn't just for like who's listening. It's a lot of times it's just for me too. So at least for that sense, I like writing that way.
2: I mean, writing music is very similar to writing and journaling and writing poems. It can be very cathartic and very helpful to you. What I mean, what do you guys recall mostly that was the most stressful kinds of things in the military besides you know people in other countries trying to kill you just the service itself i think it. a lot of people don't know
1: i think a lot of it was leaving at first I, I know as much as i wanted to get out of town get out of the small town life uh it was a lot different once i did get out a lot different than i expected and then just with a lot of times of having to disappear and not be able to use my phone to talk to family, especially when uh, traumatic things were already happening in my personal life. Uh, I had to spend, um, I think, three months in the field right after, I think, two days after I buried my father, uh, and did not have any allowed uh, use of my phone, so I couldn't talk to anybody. Besides, luckily for my, you know, Tim was there, uh, so luckily I had him there with me and my guys and my team. Uh, Tim definitely knows more of it too.
2: Did you guys feel, Tim, also that there are, is a support system in the military for you to go to other than each other?
0: Um, you... I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, they do have, uh, there are there are systems in place definitely with the military that um, are there for you, um, that definitely, you know, uh, there for you if you need to, like you have the chaplain and stuff, and um chaplain is actually if you go to the chaplain that's usually like a I, my personal opinion was always the best uh resource but um they actually did have like a system in place through the medical corps or something or whatever it what they're from whatever um which uh it's i i never had any personal experience with it so i can't really really say anything about it um right. But, um, it, it, from some people I do know who went, um, there was definitely people who definitely went and, you know, definitely got the help they needed. Um, but then, you know, there's always, there's always going to be a bad apple that goes in there so they can try to get out of something, you know, which, you know, that's anywhere you go, <laughs> you know? Um, and then, uh, also, I mean, I'm sure with a lot of people, they tend to, well, a lot of maybe like more other like military people definitely know that, you know, um, definitely, uh, it um sometimes uh you know <laughs> they say go but like do they really mean you can go you know and it's understandable i get why you know but uh at least for me personally i always found that like all i had to do was go home <laughs> and talk to my roommate or Corey or whatever i just you know ah you know today blah blah blah, blah. and you know that was it got up and did the next thing
1: it's definitely yeah. the hardest part about getting out too is not having those guys anymore. In a sense, leaving them. You you lived with these dudes for so long and went through so much crap together and then getting out and you're like, Yeah, I can call him, but like I used to see this dude every morning. And it's it's definitely a weird thing to 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 realize once you get out too. that causes a lot of different feelings and emotions you weren't I wasn't ready for.
2: I've talked to people about that before. Uh that transition from military to to civilian life can be very stressful because a lot of the things that you, you really just cherished about being in the military, the other people serving with you, the kind of life you led, the closeness, the camaraderie, the fellowship in one day is gone. And yeah. that's a hard transition. I think what you guys have done is very admirable. Because you, you kept that. Being in a band, I imagine, nobody's ever asked me to be in a band. Uh <laughs> not yet. yeah, Not I mean, yet. It's not going to happen. It's really. <laughs> they don't even want me to sing Happy Birthday. Um, but being in a band, I, I kind of get the feeling it can be similar to being in service.
1: Because yeah, you have your brothers. And yeah, we definitely look at it as like a, we're one big family in a sense of just weirdos who don't look like we belong together, but we're definitely a family.
2: Different kind, kind of uniform. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we hang
1: out sometimes, I
4: promise.
2: <laughs> okay. So let's 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 talk a little bit about because you guys are um not just your average headbangers. You actually have a social voice and you talk about the the mental health and the stress that's going on, not only in the military, but in general, Um, you talk to a lot of young people. Um, There's a lot of, I don't want to say it's new stress, because in a way it's not, and everyone is different. But there's a lot of people experiencing it at your age or younger that really don't have the experience or the tools to really handle all that. And, and I would really admire that you guys speak up about it. What do you think is the reasons we, we're seeing such a drastic effect of stress and anxiety in vets that are getting out and others right now? The statistics are, are just very upsetting to me uh, when I see what's going on in vet, in vet hospitals and VA and, and all the other places. What do you, you guys were there?
1: Uh, at least for me cuz uh I can speak on a sense the side of getting out and going towards the the school route because uh, that's the route I uh, currently am in and they kind of like yes you have SFL tap which is a program that is very good and helps a lot of people a lot of times to get really be very successful on the way out but a lot of times once you're out if your unit or certain or certain things don't happen you don't get communicated certain things aren't or because there's a lot of times where so, someone will get a lot more information where someone doesn't get as much information. it's, and it's A lot of times it's base to base basis based only because of who's working with that soldier because each one is a different counselor. And at least for me, it, I had no like luckily I had Tim and my brother and a bunch of other uh, fellow vets that were family friends that were able to help me just find out the information on what the next steps were to do because a lot of times it's really hard to find.
2: I I hear that. And I hear that often that, you know, a lot of times, and and I also hear when guys who are in the service, and you can tell me more about this, if it's true or not, um, is that if they do go seeking help, there can be a stigma attached to it. And some of them are a little, ah, let's say, self-conscious about doing that, and it might keep them from doing that.
1: It's definitely not as much as it used to be, but it's definitely still a stigma. Um, not as much in my world as the mechanics. Uh, Tim could speak a little bit differently on the infantry world on if there was a stigma or not.
4: Tim?
2: Um, what do you think?
1: I mean, yeah, there's definitely...
0: There's definitely a little bit of a stigma for sure. I mean, um, especially I think in a lot of like combat arms, it's a lot of... um you know, uh, you know, you're, you're supposed to be big and bad, you know, you're the you know toughest dude on the block. Like you don't let nobody, you know, right. and, uh, I get it, you know? Um, and yeah, I, I think there's a lot of stigma with that too. Cause like, you don't want to go get this help because you don't want to be seen as weak because, you know, you're, you know, basically, you're, you know, you have this thought process of biggest guy on the block, you know, you got, you know, you don't got a chip on your shoulder. Like nobody messes with you, um, stuff like that. So I can, so yeah, yeah, there definitely is a little bit of that stigma there. Um, but, you know, um, one thing I realized too, um, at least from being out, was um, that it's okay to, you know, <laughs> it's definitely okay to talk about it, you know. Um, I've had some other buddies who are off in different places or, um, you know, they got out or whatever we finally, you know, we started talking about that, uh, talking about stuff. And we never talked about it when we were in. Um, if we did, it was maybe just a little bit, but not much. Um, but now, you know, we talk about it a little more. And um, it seems like there's a little more of, a, I guess, I guess for lack of a better term, closure, I guess is the best mm-hmm. way to say it. I don't, can't really think of a better way to explain it. But um, basically, you know, we can, uh, I feel a little more comfortable talking about certain things with uh some of the guys that I was with and stuff like that. So makes it a little better. Um and then I also on like social media too, like there's this one page um I would follow really closely. It's called like uh Blaze Forward or something. Um and the guy who runs it, I think he's like a psychologist or something, um that deals with like vets and stuff and talks about, you know, um you know, trauma is trauma, no matter what it is, basically. Um, so like, you know, some people have a trauma with, you know, maybe you saw somebody get hit by a car or something, or, you know, you saw somebody slap somebody, it's trauma, no matter what, it's just, you know, how you how your brain dealt with it. Um, so it kind of goes over a lot of different things. And, um, you know, good coping, positive coping mechanisms. Um, for with, you know, if you're stressed out or, you know, something
2: like that. I, I tell you what, I think you um use the exact phrase. Closure is a great way of saying it. Because you're closing off a part of your life that you lived every day from mm-hmm. sun up to sundown and, and actually 24-7, Not even yeah. sun up to sundown. And when you, you the the ability to, to put a a period at the end of that service mm-hmm. has got to be helpful. Yeah. Um, I'm a little older than you guys, and and I've had friends in every war since World War II, and some Mm. of them never said a word about it. And you could tell it, you could tell it affected. Mm. So I applaud I applaud your generation being more open about talking about mental health and and going about doing it. Um how do you guys approach conversing with your audiences? About the issues of mental health and stress and anxiety and things like that.
1: Uh, at least for yeah. me, I try to be I try to be honest with what the true intentions of what I was saying in the songs. Because uh, a lot of times, especially with heavier metal music, it's definitely a lot harder to understand some of the vocalists. So I always at least try to give a story or what was going through my head when I wrote it, and. Uh, especially with our, our our one of our songs that a lot of people are like that hasn't been released yet, but we are working on recording. It's called "Carry Me," and that whole song is literally talks about in a sense of the army terms, be a battle buddy. You know, no matter what, if your friend like if he says like Hey, man, can we talk for a little bit? Drop like t- give the time. It's like I'll like no matter what, I'm gonna carry you. And that's in a sense a lot of our songs is a lot of ways of how we help helps us be able to talk about it because in a sense that's what the song's about already.
2: And do you take a moment, like, you know, hey, this song is about this and, and talk mm-hmm. to the audience about it? That's yes. awesome. It really is. I, I mean, I'm not just saying that. It's, it really is. It shows a lot of caring about not only what you do, but the people who are your fans. Um, Let me, let me ask Toby a question because you've been quiet, dude. Never said a <laughs> word. This is, not, is it, I ain't well, letting you out, sad. man. I didn't,
3: yeah, I didn't want to. <laughs> that's yeah, I that, you out.
2: that's uh, all right, uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: That's
2: all good, man. You you don't you, you don't skate, buddy. Um but I'm going to ask you a general question. Okay. Because it's hard sometimes for guys my age to really put their finger Even though this is what I do day in and day out, talk to people about their stress, about their anxiety, about what they're going through. Tell tell me guys your age the top three things that they're stressing about right now and hmm. you're it's, it's just an opinion it's not a test type yeah.
3: <laughs> that's a good question i mean for me i guess personally speaking one thing that uh, might add a little stress to life is just fear of um i guess rejection or not being accepted for who you are maybe that fear that you're not i don't know not seen as what you want to be that might be a part of it, especially in, um, today's age, with like social media and stuff. People are, you know, putting themselves out there in ways that haven't been done previously. So it's, it's definitely a weird thing to be kind of put in, the putting yourself out there and having people look at you in ways. And sometimes your natural reaction is like, Oh, maybe I, I'm not sure if they'll like me for this or that. And it kind of, I don't know. It's just like a, Back of in the back of your mind, kind of deal, and then and I don't know other stresses. Let me think. Probably.
2: Well, you're a musician, dude. You got to be worried about money. I'm
4: just saying. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, who isn't nowadays, <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> yeah, that's always a, a concern. You know, I, at least speaking for myself, I'm sure a lot of people in the band would agree. We would probably, you know, prefer to make our living through music, but yeah. you know it it's it's a grind in the beginning, but. You know, there's still hope that one day, you know, that'll be able to be achieved,
2: and yeah. All right. Well, and, thank you. Yeah. What I mean, if you is there a third? If you would, like, um, you, know, you know, there's something. Like, man, I was really stressed out today. What was it about? Hmm.
3: Maybe um like stressed about the uncertainty of things or just the the future kind of thinking. I tend to find myself finding a reason to always look ahead to the future. And sometimes that's not always the best uh, place to be in. You want to be, you know, present with your life, but sometimes it's easy to just start thinking about future events just to, you know.
2: I got to tell you guys when way back when, when I was your age, those were probably the same things. We thought about the same things. Did we fit in? Oh, we say My hair was just as long as yours. There's pictures <laughs> of that somewhere. Um, I did not fit in. I had a pierced earring back in the 80s and, and worried about stuff like that, worried about the future. Hell, man, the Vietnam War just ended and there were riots in the streets. And we had a president resign because he was, I don't know, they thought he was a big crook compared to today i don't know <laughs> so i that's one of the reasons i ask because I, I have conversations my daughter is is probably just a little younger than you guys and i ask her and you know you're looking at the future and thinking oh my god and i'm thinking well hold on we thought the same thing you know it's okay it works out you know um so i i appreciate you sharing that because it, it's a, a help for everyone listening, all the listeners out here to understand that a lot of things that they're feeling are perfectly normal. Everybody's feeling Everybody has those, those stressful things. Um, you guys are also stressed because, you know, you got a new song and you actually have to learn to play it and all that stuff. But that's a good stress. And we have to remember yeah. there's good stress and bad stresses. That's the good stresses make you a person, make you happy so I'm I'm really glad thank you for sharing that now, tell me about um a situation where if you can where your music and you're talking to people about mental health and stress has maybe helped them a little bit has that happened to you
1: uh,
0: I, don't know. I don't think yet I have not at least I haven't heard anything I don't know about anybody else to
3: be determined
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe but I mean it's uh I mean there Yeah, I don't know. I haven't. Like I said, I haven't anything about it. Um, I think. uh, I think the one of the most awesome things we heard though was you know that um, pretty much everybody that was there watching us definitely um, really enjoyed uh, what we were doing for sure.
4: That's
2: great. And I know you you did a concert, you're doing a concert and part of the proceeds are being donated. Some to the American Institute of Stress. I want to thank you for that uh, publicly again. And um, but even doing that, even saying that has a lot of meaning behind it. You know, your band has a social conscience that, you know. This, you know, i I hung out with a lot of musicians in my day not all, all of them are created equal not all of them have a social conscience so you know i applaud that i'd really appreciate that all right what's next for Ash Hollow? what's coming up
1: we have a whole ton of stuff coming up uh we are currently in the process of recording our next release called burn up uh and then we have a show this coming friday on May twelfth at the Lake uh, in Lakewood at the Mercury Music Lounge. That is also another uh mental health benefit show. Um then we have our first uh first ever co headlining show May twenty fourth with an artist called Alex. She's from uh, New Jersey. Hey,
2: where and where is this?
1: Uh this is a, Grog yeah is at the grog shop uh in Cleveland. Okay. And then we got I have Maury right here on my phone. Give me one sec.
0: <laughs> and it can shop. always can be a lot of fun. <laughs> yes.
2: And they can always we follow their
0: friends from
1: ground State.
2: <laughs> oh, cool. And they can find you on Facebook and see your schedule and yep. you have your own web page. Yep. Um give us the web address.
1: It is ashhollowband.com.
2: I think you all can remember that. I'm going to put it down at the bottom of the screen so you guys can follow Ash Hollow. I, I really enjoyed your music. Oh, thank you. I, you know, I I i'll be honest i don't like a whole lot of new music but i really liked yours Thank but you. then again i like the ramones when they came out so i I was a, love, <laughs> I, I, was love a I did I, you know i was from brooklyn and, and i'm a biker so yeah so i really enjoyed your music i really want to say how much i appreciate you guys and your focus on mental health and and your at least attempting to make people aware of it, make people aware of what it was like in the service and getting out and that transition. It's important. It's important that we all hear it. And I want to thank you. I also want to thank you for being here. I know thank this was a long us. time, long time trying to get this done. I'm, I'm so yeah. happy we were able to do that. One last thing I want you all to do, all of you, all of you, is give me your go to of what you do, that one thing that you do, and you all can't say the same thing, and please keep it PG, Uh, but the one thing that you go to when you're really stressed out to help you manage or relieve your stress? Uh,
1: My go-to for sure is definitely writing something just sitting down writing either poetry uh i listen to, like it's it's definitely writing but what helps is listening to like blues music i listen to blues and I'll also sit there and write whatever comes to mind uh, I, I took a big uh note from uh comedian joe rogan that you know when he writes his jokes he he picks a topic and he'll just write an essay in a sense and whatever comes to his head he just writes it down and that's i've taken that in a lot of what i do it doesn't matter what kind of style or what i'm trying to do with it it's just if i got something i need to stress out about or get through process i'll sit down and just start writing
2: awesome what about you guys what's the one thing you do when feeling really stressed out i i personally eat a bowl of ice i gotta
0: gotta still think about this one
2: (laughs) well (laughs)
3: because that usually does help one way or another like writing lyrics playing guitar singing or whatever that always usually seems a mood but taking it aside for music um just like journaling in general has helped me a lot uh lately just kind of at least the way i look at it just writing out my thoughts and writing out like how i'm feeling about certain situations or what have you it just it helps me kind of not like overthink and overanalyze and it helps just kind of you know put all my thoughts on paper so i'm not just constantly being you know consumed by them in a sense
2: Awesome. We're a big believer in journaling and writing, so. All right, your turn, buddy.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) No pressure. No (laughs) No pressure. Come on, you're (laughs) a
2: drummer. You beat on things. I mean...
0: I mean, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: By the way, the uh, president of the American Institute of Stress, Dr. Dan Kirsch, I've seen him play the drums. He used to play the drums. But anyway, I just thought I'd (laughs) throw that in there.
0: That's cool. It is. um, Um, one thing a good friend of mine him and I do um, so we're both kind of night owls too And um, usually if I don't have work the next day and he doesn't have work the next day what we'll do um, we have this little spot um, because we grew up in a town on the shore of Lake Erie (laughs) and um, we have a spot we'll go to and there's this tree there and we'll climb up into this tree with my buddy will bring his acoustic bass and his acoustic guitar, and him and I will strap these up. We'll strap them on each other. We'll climb up in this, into this tree, and we'll sit there and watch the sunset and jam.
2: That's awesome. What a great stress reliever. That's Why would you even have to think about that? I, I love that idea. I've done it myself. I know it sounds really weird, but when you climb up into a tree, you feel, so, I just feel better. Is that not true? There's, there's, yeah, there's a sense of like
1: freedom a, with it. Yeah, too. yeah. a yeah. freedom is what I was going to say. Yeah, freedom.
2: It's it's really strange. Guys, thank you so much for doing this. If you're listening to this show, join their Facebook page, get to know them. If you're in the town, go to see them, listen to their message. I want to thank you guys for all you do. Thank you for having us. Uh, Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. It's our pleasure. And everybody listen, don't forget to visit us at stress.org and get some information, some tools and techniques to help you manage your stress. Sometimes it's listening to rock and roll. But I hope the information that you heard today from Ash Howell and myself will help you all to find contentment. Good day, everybody.